my intention is to empower, educate, and motivate. If I, I want to, I don't even want to say it in a negative way, but if I stay in my lane, if I'm doing that, then everything else stays in its place and it works out. It's when my intentions are looking at what someone else is doing. Oh, well, look what they're doing. I guess I need to do that too. Cause it's good. And it's like, just because it's bringing them six, seven figures doesn't mean. And so for me, I just, it's so interesting. When we think about even throat chakra when I'm not speaking my truth and sticking with my intention, I literally feel it right here. I feel it physically in my body. Someone throws an idea out and I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever, I'll just do it. But it's like, no, I start feeling this tension. And so for me, I have to stay intentional with what I'm doing, right? I know my goals. I know my callings. I know my talents. And I have to kind of sometimes block out all that other noise. Let's go! You are listening to the Heath Fluids Podcast. And we're having candid and actionable conversations about your health, relationships, business, and ministry. And now here's your host, the Second Chance Coachman, Michael David Huey. Welcome to another session of the Heat Fluence Podcast. It's actually a really nice day here in Florida today. And it's actually a little cooler, which is kind of nice. It's, it's, it's a Wednesday. I, my, it's kind of funny. Even though we're doing these podcasts recording-wise, they do go live on Wednesdays, which is kind of cool. And I think today's one is with Kim Walsh Phillips, which Kim is a believer in a marketer and has a $3 million a year business and just went from rag, went just crushing it, right? From boom to employees, 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 and crushing it. And it's just how God does it. God puts people in your life for you to learn from and grow from. And I was just talking to LJ before we started about how I do this. Like, I just love to get to know people. Like, I don't go through a big bio. I just kind of tell a little bit about them because I feel like I don't want to steal their, uh, I don't want to steal their story. Okay. And I, I, it's really funny because um, there's a lot of times we listen to people and uh, we don't really get to know the person. Right. Um, and I think when you ask the person who asks the most questions always gets to know more people and learns more about people and has quality relationships. And I think what's important for me now is, as I was telling LJ that I just recently for the third time read the book Boundaries by Townsend and Cloud. And if you've never read it, or if you've, if you're one of those people that likes to listen to audios, like one of our friends that I was just talking about, um, is you need to listen to it. If you've never read it, or you or you're in your reader read it but if you've never listened to it re- listen to it because it will change everything that you go through it'll change your relationship with your kids it'll change your relationship with your spouse your boyfriend your girlfriend whatever that is because what i think is is that we're all called by god to have lim- boundaries right and i think if you even if you look at the life of jesus like he set boundaries with people like why are you sleeping like stop sleeping right and uh why are you doing that right and and when he led he led with those boundaries like hey guys we should be doing this or hey we should be doing this and we should say no to this and yes to this right and i think that that's the whole concept and you know i kind of like this i kind of like this time of year when it's getting a little bit cooler like LJ's where, where LJ is, it's hot all the time, right? Like it's just hot all the time, right? It's like, triple digits, yes. Yeah, right, right. It's, it's you, you see the hundos all the time. And, but, and I'm sure she'll talk about that. That was one of her plans and purposes for moving. You know, it's like, um, I believe that, uh, I believe that God's word when he says all things work together for good for those that love him and those that are called according to his purpose. It's not about us. It's not about us. You know, um, I, I, I listened to a room yesterday. I was telling LJ about this and, and they started talking about narcissism and, and, and I, I started talking about a book that I'd read and then, the, and, and then we talked about, you know, building businesses and coaching. And, and one of the guys said, you know, something about an apostolic anointing. And I was like, yes, like, let's go. Right. Like, let's do this. Right. Because I, I, I think we're called to love everybody. But I also think we're called to set boundaries. We're called to set boundaries in relationships. We're called to set boundaries in everything that we do because that allows us to have more quality relationships with people. You know, it's funny, uh, over my shoulder is John Maxwell's book, Developing the Leader Within You 2.0, that he wrote originally 30 years ago, right? Which is funny. Um, I'm, I'm going to do a podcast of my own, which I haven't done. I've always been interviewing people, but I'm going to tell my story about how I grew up in John Maxwell's church as a five year old kid. 
And, wow. John, and John was 23 years old, right? Which is just funny, right? Because he's 20 years older than me, right? And he's in his 70s now and he's still going. He doesn't feel like he's called to retire. He feels like he's called to continue to minister. And, and I think that that's a really cool thing. And so today I have my friend, my new friend. I feel like she's, we've been friends forever, but forever. Yeah, yeah, but we haven't. We've just been friends for a couple months, which is funny. And we met on Clubhouse. If you're not used to Clubhouse yet, you probably should before it gets too popular, like Facebook and Instagram and stuff. But we're the, I think they call it the original OGs, like the original the OGs, yes. yeah, the OGs, right? Like the original gangsters, right? Of Clubhouse, right? And so, and and you know, it's 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 for me, Clubhouse is. I've set boundaries in Clubhouse now. Like I just, I don't, I'm not going to spend my whole life on there. You know, I have, I'm still catching up from 1,500 direct messages from last month, like six weeks. And, and the reason I'm not going on there is because I'm going back and building relationship with these 1,500 to 1,600 people. Why? Right. Because there's uh, it was our, my friend, our friend Nibby and I were talking about today is she's like, Michael, I need your help. Like, I don't want to miss building relationships and connecting with people. So I told her how to set up a bot and told her how to set up a Calendly where people could talk with her. I, the reason I said that is because she showed me a video yesterday and it, and it said 93 back channel messages. I'm like, Girlfriend, you got 93 back channel messages going on. I'm like, I remember when I had 140. Up, I think I'm around 15. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I just kind of catching jump up. In there. Yeah, catching up. And I remember one day I looked and I had like 120. And I was like, oh no, I told him not to do that. But so my friend LJ is a hormone coach. She, I know she recently moved to, as we were talking about, the warm state of Arizona. You guys, yeah. she, she likes empowering women. Okay. And I told you, I'm not going to steal her thunder and let you guys kind of, I'm not going to be the one to tell you everything about her. I know that she loves God and she loves people that I do know. I know that she has a lot of high energy. So whenever I need uh, a little pick me up in my rooms, I just say, Hey, LJ, I just message her in the back channel. And I say, Hey, would you please do a room reset? And then the energy in the room just goes up, right? Because I believe we are all energetic beings, right? We, we, our frequency is connected to people that we should be. And when we're not connected, we just can unplug that frequency, right? We unplug from people that don't serve us, right? And I think, right. I think that's super. And so, welcome to the Heathfluence podcast, my friend LJ yeah. Johnson. Welcome, Thank my friend. Thank you. I'm so happy. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, I'm like my story. I'm like, Oh, where do I begin? And I mean, <laughs> well, let's, let's think so about that. many gems. So yeah. Many. yeah let, no, let's think about that for a second. And so keep yourself really close LJ. Cause when you lean back, I couldn't hear you pretty well. So keep Ooh. yourself. Oh yeah. Keep yourself up pretty good. It kind of, yeah, that's better. That's a little better. better. Yeah. 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 That's a lot better. So I, I was going to say, you know, when you, and, and this is this, so this is what I told her. And, and this is funny. We got talking and I didn't even pray. I usually pray before we start. I prayed before she came in the room, but usually I pray with the person and then, then we kind of start. But here's what I wanted to say is that when I knew that we were going to do this today, um, I had a couple more appointments after this, but I left a couple of space in because I felt like I wanted to get to know LJ just a little bit better. And we did that. We got to talk and we got to know each other. And I, I think that you know, there's just certain people when you go through life um, that you really want to build deeper relationships with. And it's really funny. I, I really now I'm just amazed at some of the relationships that I've built. You know, Dr. Phil Carson came here and stayed with me, and just some of the people that have came and 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 called and 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 allowed us to build deeper relationships. And I think that's what we do as believers. We do that as as people who want to build community. But we want to build a community with boundaries, right? And so, why don't you tell me a little bit about your journey, like, you know, um, from from maybe from the beginning a little bit, like where you grew up and some of that stuff. Right. So, because I feel like I don't know that part. Like, I I, I know a lot about LJ because she's told me a lot of stuff, but I don't know like the beginning. Like, where was the beginning? Where did you come from? In that the beginning, aspect? yes. So the beginning. I grew up in Oklahoma, Texas area. Um, military family, traveling, um, one of my hidden gems that many don't know, PK, right? So as a PK, um, you know, parents, associate pastors, pastors of a mega church. Um, I was that person. It's so funny. I'm like, when I tell, these are jokes that would only be funny in this audience, right? I was that person, when I say my parents were strict, 
baby, they were strict. We couldn't even go to the skating rink, right? Because they probably were going to play secular music and we were not going to let the devil sneak in on us like that. Oh no. So when I say a very strict upbringing, strong military family, but strong morals and strong foundation, right? And it's very interesting at 42 years old, I appreciate all of that. At 25 and 30, I appreciated it, right? When my parents were telling me no, when I was eight, nine and 10, I didn't really appreciate it as much then, right? But as I look at my life now, I look at my children. Um, it's interesting, you know, it, just information and conversations I'll have with even my cousins. And they're like, you guys are just like the, the strict Christians. You are just like, not so cool. But they're like, look at our lives now. They're like, look at where you're at and what you've been through. Yes, my life has still had challenges. It wasn't just like full of Jesus juice and everything was perfect, right? Like there were challenges, but it's very interesting. One of my cousins was like, but he's like, look at how different my life is. You know, he's like those boundaries, like you're talking about boundaries. Boundaries are, I, I'll set a boundary real quick. You know, some people, I've been in relationships with people where they have, you know, guys that are not able to set boundaries. And I'm like, oh, I'll set those boundaries because they're not just to protect. Yeah, I'm like, oh, honey, I'll put down the boundary. You will know where the line is, where to cross it and how you will be tapped and put back over you better, here, right? You better but stay in your also, place. You better stay in your place, right? I know we, we, now. Do we can, but it's like, yeah. you want to act a fool. You don't want to catch the smoke, right? In the nicest way possible, but you don't want to catch the smoke. I so boundaries are huge, but it's interesting. The boundaries is why I have this strong foundation, right? No matter everything that's gone on through my world, you know, like crap happens, things happen. Things are not always perfect, but if you've got those boundaries and you've got that strong foundation. And for me, it started as a child. I remember asking Jesus into my heart, which is a story I don't get to tell very often. So this is awesome. At the age of three years old, right? So I knew I was 11. I was 11. 11. Yeah. So like I it was, was yesterday. Three. Yes. And I remember, I think my parents, we attended a church that was called Reach Out Outreach Center at the time. Very, very long time ago. I'm at 42 now. So it's been a good minute. But I remember. Stop lying about your age, too, by the way. We don't lie on this. We don't lie on this. Uh, we don't lie. We don't. Uh, LJ, stop lying already. You already set the boundaries of lying. We already talked about that. If you know. Right. Right. Years, I know. Like, I'm, I'm it looks like 22. she's still 22. So. No, and and I, 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 I'm 53 and I feel 30 and I look in the thing and I'm like, well, there's no way I look my age. So we, we got that going on. We got good. Skin. I feel good. Yes. Yes. No, I'm really 42. I've got an 18 year old boy, 21 year old girl. Um, you know, I was married for 14 years. I've been divorced for about eight and I'm just living my best life. I mean, what yeah, can you I are, say? you are, I am, I am, I am. So, um, transition now okay so what happened like when did you get married like oh you know, yeah so i know let's talk about that kids so I, like when did you start having your kids let's talk about that real quick i had my children when i was really young so i graduated high school when i was 15 years old i went straight to college here's the deal why my parents like did i mention they were super strict let me just throw that back in there super super strict um christian school and homeschool by the time i got to public school I was done. I was clepping out. I remember um, speed I, school. I That's is, speed school. This is dating me. So I'm in kindergarten we, and I'm, I'm, I'm out of high school, right? Kindergarten yeah. and college, baby. That's how we're going. <laughs> so remember when you had to pick up the tardy slips, like the old school, you were like the, what was it? Not the hall monitor, but you were like the office attendant or whatever. And yeah. so they had me yeah. doing that for like three or four hours a day. And my parents were like, no, uh-uh, just because she doesn't have courses to do. And so I basically showed up for my freshman year, spent one semester. And then that January, I went to college when I was 15. And then I came back and graduated with everyone else. So academics have always been easy for me. Um, you know, it's, it's a good and a bad, that type A personality always go, go, go. That's the good, right? And then the bad part is, you know, remembering to set those boundaries, making sure I take care of myself because I've been running around all my life taking care of everyone else. Um, so got my bachelor's at UCO and OU in Oklahoma got my master's at University of Phoenix. I got my master's when my daughter was three. So I got married when I was really young, I think like 1920. A baby, really, a baby. Raised what did you get baby. your master's in, LJ? Psychology. Oh, counseling. really? I can see you. I can see yes. that. I can see that. I, I, I have a gift to ask the right questions, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I can see that. Ask the 
those questions and just get right to the nitty gritty. Um, So it's something I use with my hormone coaching right now, right? Because it's all physical, mental, financial, it's everything, right? But that's something I use in my coaching. But yeah, I got my master's and that's when University of Phoenix, before they glowed up, um, I remember taking my daughter with me, hardcore, and I was married, but my ex-husband was very busy and working at the time. Um, So I would take my daughter with me and she'd sit there from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And I got my master's. And at the time I was working at a girl's home. So I um, got my bachelor's in psychology, sociology, education, criminology. And I was working at a girl's home and I was working during the day, working overnight. And then I was getting my master's done, burning that midnight oil, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. three times a week and got the master's. Um, And it's so funny, especially now with everything going on, you know, as a parent, you're like, go to college, go to high school, make good grades. And do I appreciate my education and all the nutrition licenses and all the stuff I've got? Yes, I appreciate it. But what you do with all that information is one thing. I think it was almost like a little overrated, right? Like now you can have 15 degrees and not know someone in the HR department and still not get an interview, right? Still not get an opportunity. So it's not really what you know, but who you know, and those divine connections. Talk about, um, well, you're obviously you're, even though you're, you're not a psychologist right now, I mean, you are, but you're not used, you're not, I mean, you are, yes. but you're not right. Your title right. is I, not. I, am, I know it's something I don't talk about as often. It's more, I'm known for the hormone coaching and endometriosis and all those things. Cause that is a part of my journey. Um, so even though, you know, academics were very easy for me, I mean, as far as my health, I mean, even as a young child, I talk about it, I've got a puppet. So every time I went to the emergency room as a child, they'd give you these puppets. I've got a treasure or chest full of those puppets, right? And that's that's not a good thing, right? Because that means yeah. that's how many times I was going in for appointments. But chronic asthma and allergies. Um, I remember my first time I went to, uh, you may even be familiar, um, Willie George Ministries. I can't think of the camp right now in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, oh, the name will come to me. But I mean, I found, that's how I found out I was allergic to horses. I woke up in the ambulance. I guess I'm allergic, right? Just didn't work out for me. So it was like, I always had allergies. There's always the asthma. Um, just lots of stuff going on with my health as a child. And so my parents, you know, God bless them. They were just like, drink some water and pray. And sometimes I'm like, I need some albuterol. I need an inhaler. I'm like, I need that little, you know, I know totally. I get it. So I had a lot of health challenges as a child, um, 14 years old, started having all the menstruation issues and the, just all of the fatigue and just all these crazy issues. And it took me 16 years to get diagnosed with endometriosis. And so that was 16 years of just hell. I mean, to be honest, it was just hell on earth. My health was always being challenged. I always felt like I'd take five steps forward, two steps back. And it was very challenging too, because at that time I started doing nutrition and I was, you know, doing personal training and I'm traveling and working with all these companies, but then behind the curtains, right? So you see the big smiley face, but behind the scenes, my health, I mean, my body was so acidic. My body was just so acidic and just in so much pain. I was having so many health challenges and it's so interesting. A lot of the things that I do now and my health journey are so, so different than what I did before. I think about like the old mindset of over-exercising, you know, coming from the fitness, you know, eating these 1200 calories, logging our food, fat-free this, fat-free that. And to think like many of us, you know, I'm sure with even with yourself, things that you do now and you look back, you're like, why were we even doing that 25 years ago? But once again, we were operating with the knowledge that we had at that time. And so- We were in the 90s. We're in the 90s and 2000s. You know, I I, I was voted yes. the trainer of the year in my- in Right. The- for years and years. And I, I, I did do some things different than people, than other people did. You know, I'm, I was always a big believer that you should eat more than, than, right. than, you know, you should, you, you, you know, if you, if you eat holistically, you don't really have to count a lot of your calories when I'm like, well, right. no, you have to count this and you have to do this and you have to do this. And I think That's I'll be honest with you. I think so many people are still stuck in the nineties and two thousands and they don't understand that we're in the 21st century, right? right. Not the 20th century. Right. And it's, it's detrimental to your health. I remember the whole counting the calories. Um, I was joking with one, another functional health coach and we were wearing the body bugs, you know, like we had on the apparatus. I mean, we had it blinged out. We were getting our steps yep. in, we were over exercising, under eating. And then just to look back, it wasn't really serving our health, but it's just, once again, we were operating with the knowledge that we had, we were leading from the front doing what we can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've definitely had my health challenges, which has brought me here. Right. So I was in Denver. 
Uh, got married, moved to Denver, been there for 20 years, had my children, raised my family, et cetera. They are just moved to Scottsdale, Arizona in February. So I've been here about six and a half, seven months. Um, so I went from extreme cold, super high altitude to just Man, did I mention it can be like 120 here and I'm just in heaven. Oh, and yeah. even at 120, I can still be drinking a hot ginger latte. And I mean, I don't care if I'm sweating drinking it. I'm like, bring the heat. You love it. You bring, love I it. do. I love it. I just, I wish I would have done it a long time ago. But yes, what, due to health challenges, it's an extreme, extreme allergy to mold and just some sensitivities in my immune system. It just was having some major, major, major challenges. Um, the extreme cold and the altitude there and just all the mold. I love the mountains, but all that snow and all that moisture just was one good for you. Well, what about your kids? Tell me about your kids. Cause I'm making this yeah, so two and children, then we'll dive into so, some questions that I wrote down, but I wanted, I wanted to just kind of get to people to get to know you. So I've got two children. Um, Isaiah is my 18 year old graduated from high school. He's kind of doing his thing. We're, we're going to call it a gap year. His is probably going to be a half gap year. He doesn't get a full gap year. Like my daughter did. He gets six months. Um, so he's hanging out. He's accelerated as well. So he's taking some college courses. He's is he there with doing- you. Is he there with you in Arizona? He is here with me in Arizona. Yes. Okay. And then I've got my 21 year old who you may hear in the background. She's doing her thing. Um, so she was active military air force. She's now reserve and she's still serving her country. She's doing her school, getting her education. I know. Right. Tell her I said, thanks for serving our country. Yes. I will let her know that she probably hears you in the background. So um, yes. So just the two children, I thought I needed more. And then I was like, you know what? No. I don't want anyone. Oh, she gave me the thumbs up. I don't want anyone waking me up at 2 a.m. I think I'm past that part of my journey. And it's, it's, I need to be, my, my liver needs more support. So I need to be sleeping from one to three and one to five without any interruptions. So I'm thinking yeah. two yeah. kids are good. I'm good. I'm good. Two's I'm good. good. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. let's, let's, let's dive into a couple of things that I wrote down here because I know yes. you've been around the world. You've been in Japan and Korea and Oh, that was my favorite. If I could just live in Japan for the rest of my life, it would just be uh, amazing. I I, I, I want to go there because I I'm, I'm, I'm one of my companies is is going global and, and they're going to be a multi-billion dollar company. And so, um, uh, several people that, that I'm working with now and some people that I dropped the ball with, and they're now working with same people in my same company because I didn't, I just didn't follow through with them, but staff, it just oh, happens. No. Yeah. Like my friend, Lindsay McHugh, um, she, it's all about connection. Yeah. 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 And I, and it was just funny. She's like, Michael, why didn't you share, you know, why didn't you t- finish telling me? Cause she'd been asking me a bunch of questions and, but Dr. Phil Carson just joined me. And so there's a lot of people that have just recently joined me and we're going to, we're going to help a lot of people. We're going to help a lot of people. Right. We've already, we've already helped a lot of people, but I think what's most important is, is, uh, is, being able to build those long-term standing relationships. So, so tell me right. a little bit about like what you're doing now. Like, so now you're in Arizona, uh, you're not working for somebody else, right? No, it's so funny. And I, it's, I know this is an entrepreneur. I almost, so I worked in retail for a little bit. Um, as a yeah. I remember you saying that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So like a secret, a secret uh, talent of mine is I was a lingerie manager of all things. Right. Um, I know. Oh, right? I can like, see that. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I just tapped in my sexy about four years ago. I was about ago. to say, girl, I was about to say, dang. <laughs> Yeah, but it's, it's all it. about you know feminine energy, hormones. I mean, it's all in the same. Well, it's thing, a female right? thing. It's a thing. It makes yeah, people, do, you, you make so people funny. feel important, right? You want women right. to feel important, like you were. I mean, right. even on your even on your even on your profile and stuff, like I, I'm telling you, yeah, you literally a, are a good bra can turn your life around. You just don't know until you put it on. It just can change your whole world. I mean, side note, hit me up in the DMs if you need some help. I don't even work for them anymore, but. Yes, you need great undergarments. Side note, side note. Sorry, guys, but ladies, it's true. But yeah, yeah. I miss I the retail. I don't know what it is. I was just thinking about, like, I do. I kind of miss retail. Um, so I'm not working for anyone else right now. And I'm. it's interesting. I love working from home. I love my little accident. Well, one day my bookcase that I order is going to show up and it's going to be I mean, you move in a pandemic and honey, you just got to go with what's available because um, a lot of stuff is not available. So you're like, I ordered this and they're like, yeah. And we'll see you in uh, three months. I know one of the biggest companies I'm looking to build a tiny house. Right. So, oh, side note, if you have any info on that, hit me on that. I want a tiny home, but like one of the biggest. I don't want my wife to listen to this now. Cause you're yes. gonna make you're gonna uh, you guys are gonna like be besties now. That's what you, uh, next thing I'm gonna know I she's gonna be saying, "Oh, me and LJ are building a, a tiny house," and I'm be like, uh, "Where are you gonna put it?" 
In uh, Arizona, I, it doesn't matter. Where Florida. am I going to put it? It's going where I go. I'm going on the road, baby. I'm going on the road. I'm ready. All right. yeah. You're going to you be tagging that little house. tiny house behind you. On, yeah, I get it. Okay. I, I want a tiny home. It's my thing. But one of the biggest window and door places like burned down during the pandemic or something happened. And so like, there's such a shortage on everything, but yes, I love what I do. I'm doing women's hormone coaching, but I have to be honest. I love zoom. I love all this technology, but I just miss my people. Like I need to be in the gym. I miss teaching cycling classes. I miss those endorphin highs. Everything's been online, but, um, and I'm not working for anyone else right now. No one else pays like you and I laugh. Well, you and I laugh because no one else pays now what people are worth. Right. Like, oh, honey. Uh, yes, I had. I'm, I'm not leaving my house for. You know. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not going to pedal a bike for twenty five dollars an hour. I don't know if I would even stand beside it because I've been doing this over twenty years. I'm a master instructor. Here. Like I'm a I'm a rhythm rider, baby. Maybe so from my seat. Maybe from my seat at my house, I'll do a virtual one with you. But and maybe, maybe for twenty five dollars, I will not even get on the bike. But I, I can still teach a kid butt class. I've had a broken leg and taught a class in a boot. So don't yeah. worry, we gonna get hyped. No matter if I get on the bike or off it, but it, the fact that you want me to pedal the bike, do the whole LJ experience, and you only pay twenty two fifty, I I have there's something about that is it's not quite resonating with my soul. Let me hit myself as I search for the right words to be PC. I'm like, is something about it? I would rather volunteer. So if the gym hears this, I will work for free and let you give me a gym membership before I actually let you put me in another tax bracket. And yep. I owe money for changing lives. That's just a yep. total yeah. side note. No, yes. I love how honest you are. You're like, yeah, no. So no, yes, no. I'm doing everything virtually, but I do. I miss the energy of getting together. I just have on my list. I've got some things I'm going to be launching some programs. So I want to start reaching out and connecting with other pelvic therapists and physiologists and OBs and women's health here in Arizona, um, because I miss that dynamic. I miss doing the meetups. I miss the live interactions. I mean, well, we're let's just talk all about that. House. Well, let's talk about that. So let's talk yes. about the importance of um, let's talk about the importance of communication. Okay, so um, I think a lot of times we you know we don't understand how important communication is, right. whether it's in relationships or in business. Why don't you talk about that? Because I know that's a passion of yours about how you you know your your communication skills, like you're super intentional and. And stuff like that. So talk right. a little bit about that. Talk about it's so important. I don't think we realize the importance of communication until there's a miscommunication, a misunderstanding, right? And then suddenly we're like, well, they need to communicate better, this, that, and the other. But it's like, what can you do from the beginning? I love how you said, uh, not to use an example, but like you said, there are people now working with your company, and you're like, man, if I just would have made that connection. I mean, I'm calling myself out because I gotta be honest, I'm a type A honey. I got a color coded Google Calendar, it has all these awesome colors. And you can only fit so much in during the day, right? So it's like, yeah. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I've got people that I said I was going to connect with probably four months ago. And they're like, LJ will call me Sunday. Oh. <laughs> right. So mine's more of a rolling note. And, I, and if I don't cross this off, LJ, if I, I don't just, cross these off, if I don't cross right, these off, they go on more. the next day. They go on the next day. Right. And I've got a lot of people. So I love having this conversation because communication and just the boundaries, but the lack of communication, I think people don't care till there's a misunderstanding. And I'm going to tell you this right now, you can be, and I know that we both believe this, we can be the smartest person in the room, but if you're not able to take that big stake of information and put it down into bite-sized pieces, even for my plant-based people, yes, I'm talking about steak and no, I don't eat steak, but if you're not able to put it into bite size pieces where people can actually apply it to their life, right? So much information, so much communication, but people need action steps, right? And so many times I think we get in our head and we're throwing all these big words around about people's healing journey. And it's like, let's just start with the basics. You know, are they drinking enough water? Are they cutting back on processed food? Are they eating DoorDash seven days? Oh a week? yeah. I heard you talking about that today. Yeah, I heard. You I know, about. right? Like sometimes we don't have to reverse, reverse, but communication is huge, right? But once again, nobody cares until there's a mishap. But I think it's also when you are communicating and you're coming from the right place, if you're being authentic, true, and real, that authenticity, that truth. Yes, I talk with my hands. I hope you're following all these signals. They will communicate. <laughs> I, I, I was dancing. I was dancing. LJ, I was dancing in line at the Bucks game the other day, and all the and it was this all black 
uh, church that was manning the the thing at the Bucks game. So it's it's okay. different nonprofits that 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 right. and then all the pro, a lot of the proceeds go to their thing. And these two these two young, probably 18, 16 year old African American kids like, dude, where'd you learn to dance at? Like you're amazing. Like and I was just I was just dancing in line to the music. And so I love to use my hands. I love to dance. I'm very yeah, I mean- I'm very theatrical. Like, yeah, that's that's okay with me. I know, right? Some people have rhythm, some people don't. I mean, it's just well, I think I think it, don't. Yeah, I think it's super important. So you you said something, so I'm gonna actually pivot a little bit, okay? Because I let the Lord kind of lead us and guide us. Um, okay, so I watched a couple documentaries recently. Right. So maybe you know where I'm going with this. I don't know if you do, but if you don't, it's okay because we pray. We we God's got us, right? So I watched a couple documentaries recently. What the health? I don't know if you've seen right. it. Okay, about plant. Not. Okay, okay, you got to watch it because it's right up your alley. And then Game Changers, both of them about a plant based diet. But what the health is more kind of really got me. Oh, okay. and 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 so they showed a lot of things that in in North Carolina that I didn't like the, with, with with what they were doing with animals and stuff, and I just it just really bothered me. But here's the question that I want to ask you because it's asked in my community all the time um, in the blogs. I haven't answered some of them to be honest with you because I I want to answer and I believe I know what to answer, but I want to hear from other people. And so right. I actually asked Nibby about it today and. And, you know, she was, we were talking and laughing about it. And so you said you don't eat meat. Okay. Now I will tell you, chicken does not agree with me at all. So I do not eat it chicken. doesn't work for me. No, I don't and eat I, chicken. I cut back on meat. So I do eat a little bit of fish. Um, I was too. doing a lot more protein. And to be honest, I've been working with Nivea and learning more about medical media and all this. And I feel like I actually feel better. Like I can do a little bit of fish, but I do feel better on the plants and I just feel better. Like it's, Good. I just want to have energy. I'm high well, energy. So, when yeah, I wake so up, okay. I so energy. let me ask, let me tell you why I asked that. Okay. So obviously I believe that my apostolic anointing brings a lot of good quality friendships in. Correct. So I, I attract a lot of health coaches from around the world. Mm-hmm. Like they'll come into my rooms on clubhouse. They'll ask for my PDFs. They, they want to connect with me. They want to partner with me and things. And I'm, and, and a lot of right. them are doing that. And that's why a list of those is, about eight of those are people that are health coaches all around the eight world. Eight like, the lucky chosen ones. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's really funny because some of them are just, you know, Dr. Chris and, 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 and Dr. Anna and some of these people who have just been, I've been nurturing friendships with them. Like, Hey, when are you going to tell me about this? And so here's my, here's the question. So, and this is a very common question. So people say, well, um, why is beef so bad if they, the only, and, and the only thing they eat is plants. Okay. So this is what, this was the, this is a majority of, so when I'm driving to play golf, I see these mammoth cows in the field and all of, and there's big signs all over. These are grass fed only non-hormone fed cows. How do you, where does the line draw when you think about meat from a plant-based perspective when they're basically eating plants, when plant-based people are no longer eating meat, how do you kind of deviate from that? And what are kind of your thoughts about how you feel? Because here's the reason I ask it, LJ, is because many, because three of the people that reached out to me did hired a plant-based coach for a year and did not feel good after a year. And they, and they've done, and all three of them did the medical median protocol. Now I would never tell, I would never tell our friend that, (laughs) <laughs> because then she would get into it with me because I just know her personality. Right. right. And, and, but how do you, how would you, from what you've went through from a spirit, how would you talk about what you've learned from a plant-based site? Cause I'm, I'll be honest with you. Like I've gravitated towards a lot more plants. Like my shake I just had, had flaxseed and right. had, had broccoli and kale and strawberries. And, you know, I, I, I made my own almond milk. And so I've, I've really started to right. gravitate towards a lot of these things. I, I make cauliflower rice and, you know, I do fat, I do three and five day fast. I'm getting ready to start a three day fast starting on Thursday. So talk a little bit about that. Talk about, about meat in general and food and, and, you know, why you've gravitated more towards a plant-based lifestyle. 
for me, it's just, it wasn't serving me. The chicken definitely doesn't work for me. Um, me one day, and I'll be honest, I told my daughter, I was like, all right, I went to Whole Paycheck, AKA Whole Foods. I got the most, <laughs> you know, homegrown from heaven, chicken, you know, whatever. I felt like I'd been hit by a bus the next day. I was lethargic. I was fatigued, um, almost like sweaty and feverish. Like it's like my body was definitely reacting. I'm going to be honest. Some people are not going to want to hear this, but I have to be honest. Next time I had meat is I was on the road traveling. I had a hamburger from Red Robin. Now we know that is not grass fed. That is definitely not hot. The next day, perfectly fine, right? So here's the deal. That's where people are like, uh, and I'm just going to be honest. Chicken just doesn't work for me, right? Now, am I going to be eating Red Robin hamburgers every night? No, right? It's not good for my I feel good when I eat Red Robin hamburgers, to be honest with you, too. It's so funny you bring that up because so does my wife. I don't know. I mean, that chipotle aioli was hitting right with the broccoli. So I was able to really balance it out. Um, That's like my one little indulging. Like some people have a glass of wine. I don't drink any alcohol. So I'm like, okay. No alcohol for me either. I have a red robin with chipotle aioli, which probably has a little bit of egg in there. Right. So you have to figure out what works for your body. Plants. Fruits and vegetables and all that may work for some people, but they're still needing. Some days I wake up and I feel like I need that little extra protein. Yeah, there's about that twenty percenters. Those twenty percenters that just right. the body. And, and I find it when I do DNA testing. Like I find people like those three coaches that bought a DNA test from me, and I did it, and they showed that they needed a little bit more, you know, than than plants. So that's why I was right. asking. And sometimes I feel like I have that craving. And so like I had that a few days ago. And so I had a little bit of salmon, right? But I didn't just like while out and go like have some pizza and pepperoni and all that and be like, oh, I just, yeah, because my body wasn't saying like, hey, I think we need some wheat and gluten, right? So there, I think you have to or some really dairy. figure out what works with your body. <laughs> I think another thing is, is a lot of people aren't logging their foods. Like you're having reactions. You don't know if you're reacting to the popcorn that you had at the theater or, you know, this, that, and the other, you have no idea. How'd you know I love um, that? How'd you know? Did I, you know I, that? Uh, Did you know I love popcorn at the kidding. movies? <laughs> I go every week. I love popcorn. You know, it's good fiber. I, it doesn't work for me. It just, yeah. And some people it favorite. doesn't like, so that's why I rotate every other time. I right. don't, well, and, and, and LJ so talk do do? cheese popcorn one week and then caramel popcorn. No, the next week no, then, oh, no, okay. I do. I just do popcorn one week. And then the next time I go, I don't have any. So I just drink water. And then the next time I go, I'll have some. And that works. If I do it every time, doesn't agree with me. And you don't find the corn to be inflaming or anything? Never. It, it, it's actually funny. I don't. And, and so that's true. There are foods like I, so I still can't do tomatoes, even on my healing I journey. can't do tomatoes either. White potatoes, because so I did. I made this vegetable curry, and me and my daughter had it. The next day, we're like all bloated. We're just like, something ain't right. So yeah. I thought it was the white potatoes. So then I'm like, okay, I made the curry without the potatoes, and I was like, still reaction. Then I ate white potatoes. I put them in the air fryer, and I was like, oh, it's still the tomatoes for me, right? It's still the tomatoes, just aren't quite hitting right with my, and that's fine, right? Like maybe they aren't, but they haven't been a part of my human journey for quite spinach, some time. Spinach is a part, spinach does that to me. Like if I eat spinach, I have the worst gas. And then if I go off of it and rotate it. So, and you know, my thought process on this, I want to, I'd love to hear you talk about it. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so when I did my Viome testing and, and I talked to Naveen about this and I told you that I was in a big gut testing protocol with, uh, with, um, Ben Greenfield and a bunch of other really prominent Dave Asprey, Dr. McCullough, Dr. Pohlmutter, a bunch of people. And, and, and the thing that he came back was, was this richness and diversity, right? And, and the people who had the best scores were people who had rich and diverse guts, right? Like where they were, right. you know, and, and, and you kind of use that scenario with people and that's how it allows us to, to rotate our foods. And so I find out when I do that with people, when people's food sensitivities come back from their DNA test, like I've, I've, I've eliminated thousands of medications just in the last two years from people by rotating their food selections. Like, you know, what you have this week, you don't have next week. And what you have next week, you don't have the following week. Then you can go back on the third week and introduce some of the things from the first. And then I take out their food sensitivities, you know? So talk about that. Talk about how you, and cause I know that you've really been diving into some of this and been listening food to some sensitivities of are huge, especially when you're dealing with endometriosis, but just hormonal imbalances. And for yeah. myself and a lot of my patients, when your hormones are out of balance, like I joke about it, but there was a time I was allergic to iceberg lettuce and I'm like, crunchy water. Like that doesn't even really like, I don't even know what, but I was there. I was in the ambulance once again. So it's super just like, sensitive I mean, to it. Yeah. 
Exactly. And now I can have it and it's fine, but it's like when your hormones are off of balance, those food sensitivities change. And so that's why once again, I say log the food and it's a journey. There are foods that I eat today. Like I'm going to have some white potatoes today, mango, different fruits, things that used to make me super bloated and really lethargic. They'd spike my blood sugar and then I crash down. I can have those today and be perfectly fine. Like I had a big bowl of fruit for dinner last night because that's what I, I had a smoothie for dinner last night. And I was perfectly I fine. woke up this morning. My sugar was fine. I check my sugar every once in a while because I think it's super important because there was oh, yeah, times. I've been checking my sugar lately. I did my blood pressure. You should. You should check your sugar. High, and I was like, whoa. What? Your blood pressure was a little high? It was. I'm like, what was it? What was it? I, I won't even say. It was a little higher than I'd like to see. <laughs> really? So you and I'll dive into some of that because I believe a lot of the oxidative stress and a lot of the inflammation factors is why yeah. why you've heard me talk about nerf 2 and rf2 in the rooms because to me and this and i don't say that if if i wasn't involved in the company that i'm involved in i would take nerf 2 the rest of my life and dr david perlmutter dr david perlmutter who won a nobel peace prize back in 2000 he was he's been in some of the rooms that we've been into i've known david for 20 right. years he made his own and it didn't work and so he oh. went back to using the very one that i use okay and um, and it's really funny. The guy who created um, superoxide dismutase, who discovered it back in the early '60s, Dr. Joe McCord, mm-hmm. <clears throat> took this very and and here's here's why this transition will go. And LJ, you'll you'll start to learn more about this and educate. And it was really funny. Dr. Phil and I and and um, Lindsay McHugh were talking about it. She says, "Michael, why did you not describe this to me?" Right? And and somebody else just went deeper with her than I did. Right? Because I was just busy, and I realized this past right. weekend when my friend Seth Mulder, who signed Lindsay up, said to me in front of a whole bunch of people that he signed her up, and I was like, "Oh, like, no. I was like, really?" And he and and we had I was sitting with pediatricians, and I mean, people that I'm going to be doing some rooms with some pediatricians and some PAs and some physicians, and we've realized that the significance of turning back on our body's own response systems, like tapping inside the cell. Is much more effective than, you know, traditional supplements that only have an exogenous form. They go in, they have one purpose, and then they exit the body right. through your skin or through your urine. And being able to have that thermostat inside your body that activates and turns on and off when it's supposed right. to, without us having to put it in our mouth, right? That it works endogenously. And I think that's very. It's the reason why when we rotate our foods that our body works so so much better. Like, like even right, with my right. mom, like with my mom, my mom struggled with, you know, uh, fatty liver disease. And, and, and by the way, don't forget, I need to know about castor oil packs. That's another thing that we'll talk about yeah. that, that we got to talk about. Cause my mom's been asking me, she's like, I hear you talking about castor oil packs and all this stuff. And they are my wife wants to start using them and yeah. I'm not to the coffee enema place yet. I, I'm there and I'm happy with it. I don't okay. drink coffee. So I used to drink coffee years ago and it just wasn't serving me. Like it just would get me. I mean, I'm already you do coffee energy. enemas? I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm totally fine with them. Okay. Perfectly fine. All right. All right. So you have I, to I'm talk. a believer. I'm, I've been converted. I never All right. You can talk speak. to me more. You can talk to me more about that. But let's finish up with this. This is how we'll finish. Okay. Um, you know, I want to talk to you about... Um, being intentional okay because i think when you're when you're working as an entrepreneur and 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 i know that you are this way that's why i asked you this this word i i want i want to hear your perspective about how important it is in our relationship with our kids in our business in our faith in being right. successful as a human, what about that is important for you? Because it really shifted my mindset back before COVID started. Because I realized that I was just all over the place, and like right. I didn't we have these, work. I didn't have these sheets, right? And I, I learned this, and then I'll let you, I'll let you share. I'll tell you what I learned. So there's a, there's a. He's 19 now. His name, he actually lives in Arizona, which is funny. Um, his name is Caleb Maddox. He is 19 now. Um, and I learned from him when he was 16 all the way up to through he was 19. And I was at his mastermind and he wrote nine books before the age of 15. 
Okay. He now has a seven figure business and his mm-hmm. one product is like $14, which is, is just hilarious. Right. And he, he, he wants to change the school system. He's been, and he said, he showed me how to be intentional. He said, I have a three part day to my, to my life. I have my morning routine, which is my prayer my working out, my, my reading, my Bible and my worship and all that stuff. And then he said, I have right. my five out five to six hours of work that I do. And I turn my phone off and I put it in the drawer and I completely focus on my work. Right. Mm. And maybe that's content. Maybe that's clients. Maybe that's creating a new course. Maybe that's, you know, whatever that is, follow up the whole nine yards. And then he said, I have my nighttime routine that allows me to be super intentional and learn what I didn't do. And I make these lists and I color code them. And if I don't get them done today, I do them tomorrow before I do anything else. So Mm. talk about, what you do, because I, I heard you, I heard you talk all the time and I think you're super intentional with your schedule and things that you do. So right. talk about that. Talk about how important it is to be intentional in every area of life. Cause, cause and I'll finish with this and then you can answer. I'm reading a book by Ben Newman on leadership. So Ben Newman to me is, is just, he's just an amazing dude. He's, he's, um, um, the coach for Alabama, uh, Nick Saban's he's Nick Saban's coach which is funny. And no one ever thinks Nick Saban needs a coach, right? But Ben Newman is his coach, right? And so I think the, the most successful people in the world have a coach. Like I have two. Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and so talk about that. Talk about the, the importance of mentors and being intentional. So mentors and being intentional, and then we'll let people know how they can connect with you. Being intentional. I think we all, so I've always had the list But what changed for me is when we were sent home, right? I remember March 16th of last year when we were sent home in Colorado, it was like, okay, I had, it rocked my world, right? I was used to all these external things, you know, going to the gym, getting those endorphins, doing this, getting those endorphins. And that kept me going, right? You went from here to there. And then all of a sudden it was like, you had the freedom to do whatever, but it was like, what am I going to do? And so for me, my business really shifted and changed. And that's when I was like, oh, I showed up on social media. It was like, okay, we're doing this online now we're going virtual and the intention was and it always is is to educate empower and motivate women so for me it's not that i don't love the guys but the women are who i am here really to support and so when i showed up with for with intention it was authentic it seemed like everything worked together it was when i was chasing someone else's agenda on doing this that and the other and it was like okay i'm doing it i'm going through the motions but it's not really bringing the outcome i want or you go to this course and they're saying this is how you do social media now this is what you're and you're like okay but it's like no but if my intention is to empower educate and motivate if i i want to, i don't even want to say it in a negative way but if i stay in my lane if i'm doing that then everything else stays in its place and it works out it's when my intentions are looking at what someone else is doing oh well look what they're doing i guess i need to do that too because it's good and it's like just because it's bringing them six seven figures doesn't mean. And so for me, I just, it's so interesting when we think about even throat chakra, when I'm not speaking my truth and sticking with my intention, I literally feel it right here. I feel it physically in my body. Someone throws an idea out and I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever, I'll just do it. But it's like, no, I start feeling this tension. And so for me, I have to stay intentional with what I'm doing, right? I know my goals. I know my callings. I know my talents. And I have to kind of sometimes block out all that other noise, all that background noise, right? Because as soon as you start chasing what everyone else is doing, or you lose sight of this, or you're just all business and then your family relationships, or you're all about your family and there's nothing wrong with that. But then you have a visit and you have a business. And then sometimes I'm just going to throw it out there. Some of y'all think you have a business and you have an expensive hobby, right? And so it's really like setting those intentions, getting that to-do list and being like, I'm talking to myself right now because I need to write a sales funnel today. And I don't really enjoy those. Right. And the thing is, is I'm not going to be very salesy. I'm just going to be, this is what I do. This is who I am. If you want more information and come, but when you think the word sales funnel, I'm kind of like, Oh gosh. You're right. And it's like, no, I'm being intentional. I have something to share. I have a story to share. If I stick with that, that alleviates the stress and all the other drama that usually comes with it. It's when the intentions and your heart's not in the right place. That is where the problems come from. Wow. That's so good. That's so good. I was writing some notes down. That's where it is. Yeah. I was writing some notes down. And so, um, let's do this. Tell us, tell us how people can connect with you and how they can follow you and get to know you. I know they can find you on clubhouse. Yes. Uh, I'm under on LJ clubhouse. Johnson. Tell me, tell me how else that people can connect with you. 
So Clubhouse is definitely where I'm spending a lot of time. I'm in those Clubhouse streets a lot. I've got my own club. It is the Healing Experience, X Experience. Um, you can find me on Instagram, LJS underscore powerhouse. And it really is all about women's health, endometriosis, PCOS, fibroids. I'm an endo warrior myself. So lots of co- coaching on endometriosis. Um, that's what I'm mainly known for. But the thing is, is that endometriosis is a full body disease, which is where it brings in all these other talents of working with your thyroid, all the other hormones, all the other sun stuff that just comes with being a woman and staying healthy. Um, really, it's been amazing on Clubhouse because I've been able to partner with people like yourself, other healers, and just really create a community. And it's it's very uplifting because I'm sure you know as an entrepreneur, we're always giving influence, right? You're always pouring into others. And to now have a community that is supporting me is amazing. And it's helping me grow my business and I'm learning so, so much. So yes, ljpowerhouse.org is my website. I'm sure it'll be all in the links where you can connect yep, with me. You knew it. You knew it. You knew I was going to say That's that. That's where but I'm going to really, be. Yeah. Well, it's really funny. LJ, you talked about heat flow. It's like, if you look, originally it started for men and then we had the arrow in there, which points up to God, like being he, being God influences right. me to influence others to walk in purpose in Correct. their health, in their relationships, um, in their spirit, soul, and body, you know, whatever that encompasses. And so um, you know, it's a ministry. My friend Seth Mulder um, at this event at Life Vantage event this past weekend, you know, um, we've known each other for 10 years. And uh, he, he, he said, he, we, we chatted afterwards and we just talked about the quality of being in the right place at the right time with the right people. Right. And um, not thinking that what you're doing is better than what other people are doing, but growing together. Right. And that's, right. that's where I think in, intentions are good. So empower. It takes mode. a community. It, yeah. it really takes a community. It does. And you, a you've got to have your one. heart in the right place and making sure that ego is not a part of that because if ego shows up, it messes up that dynamic of the community. Mm, that's so good. And I think a lot of people don't pray praying people don't pray about opportunity that's around them. Maybe they've, you know, they've got hurt or they've got offended or there was something, you know, something didn't go the way they wanted to. So they're always just, you know, they're doing like you said, they've got an expensive hobby or they're not really doing what they say they're doing, or they say they're doing this and they're not doing that. So I like what you said. LJ is there, is here to empower, motivate, and educate. And so listen, the only, yeah. And and so the only way that people get to connect with her is when this podcast goes live, that you share it. So, um, and I say this on every single one and, and LJ, thank you for being here with me today. This has been fantastic. Um, Thanks I always listen, me. I always listen to him the next day and my wife just said, man, I've got to get caught up on all the podcasts. She goes into the, the, the drive and <laughs> listens to them before they go live. So she can kind of get the raw version and then she'll listen to the other ones while she's working out. And I think it's super important. And I say this all the time, the only, as again, the only way you can get this is that you share this with people and, and maybe, right. you, maybe you'll see it on Instagram and you should go and share it on Instagram too. Cause we put the post on Instagram and a little, little yeah, throw it in your story. You never yeah. know it and resonate with it or someone that's having some challenges or sometimes you just need to pick me up. Right. And you're like, I don't want to listen to music. I don't want to be on clubhouse, but I want something positive coming in, throw in an episode. Right. Just plus you can, plus you can take those things. And, and I, LJ heard me say this, the difference between wisdom and knowledge is action, right? Right. You learn and then you go implement. So I say this as we close. Um, I say this on every single one of my podcasts. I believe it's super important that you leave this way, that you love God first. And if you don't know God, figure it out. Like God is real. He's alive. He's here. Um, right. He's here with us. Two or more gathered in his name. He's here. And, and, and so you want to love God, love people, but live with passion and vision and purpose. Passion, my friend has passion with vision and with right. purpose because, you know, we perish for a lack of knowledge and a lack of wisdom. But God says, why do we lack those things? It's because we don't ask for it. So thank you again for listening, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed this as much as I, ha- I have until we see you again on the next episode of the Heat Phones podcast. God bless. And I'll see you again on the next episode. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Heat Fluence podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. And as always, you can follow Michael on all social media platforms at Michael David Huey or www.michaeldavidhuey.com. Until next time, God bless and take care.